X-Men. Oh, you so, can't creep on this. It's letting me know you're recording us. Oh, I, I well, that makes know sense. I was recording you. <laughs> it's for when you're doing a Zoom call and you start jerking off so you can know how much shit you're in. <laughs> Everybody starts recording. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, is this good or like, do you need more crotch? Like, are we good? <laughs> a little bit more. Remove the pants. Likewise. <laughs> Remove <laughs> the pants. Is there ever enough? Oh, man. Pants? You know, it occurred to me to, like, look crotch. for... <laughs> It occurred to me to look for things in the house when we recorded last week so that I could like do off screen that would look like I was jerking off until I raised my arm <laughs> just like, as, a, as a continuous gag. Yeah, uh, but I was too invested in the pest thing, I think. There, uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 I saw this uh, recorded chat roulette thing and it was like, uh, these dudes cycling through, like trying to th- make people think they were jerking off, and they came up uh-huh. uh, on a guy, and it looked like he was jerking off. So they raised their hands, and he's cleaning a pan, and the other guy raised uh-huh. his hands, and he's cleaning a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy how amusing it is uh, when people fake masturbating. That was the best in high school. <laughs> like go on like no no we're just, <laughs> just <laughs> I realized just how high my hand had to go up to mind. be on camera and I was like this is yeah. unrealistic yeah. <laughs> you're hitting yourself in the chin there <laughs> yeah it's like right there it's like speaking to the microphone <laughs> yeah uh if, if I wanted to put the visual out for this <laughs> you can finish go ahead uh, but I was just thinking how much better your guys' backgrounds look than mine. I just have like a plain white background. Yeah. And you guys have nerd shit set up in your recording area. I set mine up to be a background, dude. Yeah, that's just how just Justin keeps all of his rooms. Yeah. yeah. It's, right, I got, it's like Lana Del Rey up there, too. So It is a mix. weird clash of stuff like X-23 and Lana Del Rey. Right. April gives me crap. She said it looks like a nursery with a yellow and the blue. <laughs> it kind of does like a room in the Rugrats yeah honestly Daycare. it kind of looks like uh, the Comic City interior setup hey. yeah yellow, it kind of does some good colors Nerd. there yellow blue red <laughs> which is it, something I was thinking about uh, a little while ago was like at a certain point like when you buy enough shit you just look like you live in a comic book store <laughs> pretty much yeah and I don't know if that's like depressing or awesome, or like some weird museum for nerds. Yeah, I feel like it's even cooler because comic book store has stuff you don't like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, your room has stuff I don't like too. Exactly. But... <laughs> oh, no, I'm with you on the Lana Del Rey. That's. Hey. I just think it'd be weird to walk into a comic shop and like there's Lana Del Rey shit everywhere. <laughs> Maybe if like it was well, yeah. a com- if it was like a comic shop slash Starbucks, so I guess second in Charles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, second in Charles <laughs> makes sense for that. They don't sell coffee there though, although it looks they like do they at should. the one in Utica. Oh, well, they, well, they, they did. They don't there. anymore. A comic shop slash Starbucks slash like hipster garage sale. So Borders is also second in Charles. Is the same thing. Yeah, well, 
I haven't went to a Borders in so long. Because you can't find one. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I thought they <laughs> went out of business. I thought it was just Barnes & Noble now. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Because all the Borders became second in Charles, at least around here. Yeah. Uh, welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And you forgot where you were for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, and I have the cooler setup, but I remembered you saying, we're not putting the video out, so... What's the point? I mean, I could if I wanted to. I don't know if oh, I want to. All right. It's a lot. You got a plain little. background though. You could do the the edit on Zoom. You can. Change oh yeah, the I could. I could put like a like a background of like I'm in the office or something. Yeah, I can't do that. I got too much crap going on. Yeah, they would be hard to screen that. But uh, today put, like, we're going to be. <laughs> just in the Bahamas. They yeah. won't fit in my room, Devin. They're too big. <laughs> well, obviously not like <laughs> yeah. the. Like fucking real palm trees. Yeah. Dick. I can't f- fake ones either. But uh, today we're going to be going over uh, 2014's Magneto series by Colin Bunn. Part one. The yeah. first four Not issues. to be confused Not the with whole Colin thing. Bunn's. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? You so proud. Yourself? <laughs> so, so happy. Uh, yeah, man. So picking up where we left off last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all <laughs> <laughs> it is true and you'll finish the sentence a little bit so uh about 60 that years handler, after that handler who had saw that uh pest was a delivery boy had God damn it. Chinese oh, food. holy jesus shit <laughs> and, we don't need a palate uh, cleanser this week yeah this was definitely like i was just if people were concerned, if they wanted to know what happened in the life of Pest Fargus, you know, I don't, I don't think they let him know. Why does he have a Scottish last name? <laughs> well, I don't know. It could be an <laughs> alias that he gave the Scottish mob. Maybe that <laughs> that's definitely F? not the name of a Puerto Rican dude. You said Fargus. Yeah, no. yeah. Fargus. No, he just changed the V to an F. Vargas. Vargas. That's what it was. Now it's Fargus. Fargus. Scottish. Oh, so anyway, this fucking book is is dope as shit. Hell yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's the first four issues are basically the uh, like a uh, updated version of uh, the beginning of first class where he's just like Nazi killing, but instead it's yeah religious zealots. Yeah, I mean yeah. all the people who deserve it in the Marvel universe. And speaking so, of Starbucks. That's where we start. It's Starbucks? Well, sort of. It's a, we start with a barista. So, yeah. It's a baristo. A baristo? Yeah. Well, barista. actually, they prefer barista X now. <laughs> God. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's, you watch. That's going to be a thing. <laughs> barista X? Yeah. Uh, all right. It's like how you so can't anyway. say waiter anymore. Why? Because it's it's offensive. A waiter? I yeah. don't know. They're a server, which sounds way worse. Yeah. It's the same thing. ER. It's not OR. Save order. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's because there's a feminine ver- version in Waitress. Yeah, I guess. Should just oh, switch like it all to the actor and ER. actress, and it's like, well, we're all just actors now? Yeah. Well, alright. Anyway, so there's this barista, right? And he's talking to S.H.I.E.L.D., but you don't get to know their S.H.I.E.L.D. right away for some reason. 
Um, they're just like people in black. Cuz men in black. No, no. people. People. They're exes in black. Oh, <laughs> they're exes in black. <laughs> they're all bishop. <laughs> people are gonna listen to this episode and some of our other episodes and have no idea where we politically align oh yeah <laughs> like they're all over the place yeah uh i i mostly fall under don't give a shit so uh anyway i i like the opening to this because it's a lot like uh precursor to the immortal hulk uh you showed me where you're getting all these different people's perspectives and then they take it and they run with it in different art styles. But instead, you're just... Each book is kind of starting with a person being interviewed by S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, as they, like, dictate what the fuck Magneto just went and did. And uh, what he did was a lot of killing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the barista tells S.H.I.E.L.D. about uh, Magneto coming in to the... Uh, the coffee shop and sitting across from this doctor who's a regular there, this uh, Dr. Hatcher. And that one minute they're just talking and the next Magneto rips all the fillings out of the guy's teeth. And I love like how he set it up when he's just like, uh, because after he threw the dock into the street, like cause he was talking about the worst part of what happened. Hey, that uh, was so dope. He he replaced the fillings, and they show that Magneto took his fillings and stretched them out with also road signs and shit, and like, yeah, well, I guess shoved he just them down his throat. Signs, just yeah, yeah, yeah through the back of his neck. It's fucking rough. Which impressive skills from that dude. Yeah. He took those signs all the way down, straight to the balls. Yeah, but I'm curious because they all didn't go through. Like, did he combine them into one at the end, or are they just not all in there? I think, I think he there's just shoves those... it all in his mouth as roughly as possible. That that's like that's <laughs> on your family crest. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, this I heard it though. after I said it. I just mean like, because you look at it and it's a bunch of jagged metal going into his mouth, but coming out the back of his head is just one straight piece. So, you know. There's yeah. a smooth shot. <laughs> there's so... Well, <laughs> the money shot. Uh, there's <laughs> so many dope deaths in this. Like these four issues. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and there's this cool, uh, in the first issue, this, uh, reoccurring, um, reference to autopilot, like it starts with the, uh, the barista saying that, you know, when he's, he, he's made so many, uh, cups of coffee for people that he just goes into autopilot and that's why he was able to like notice everything that happened between, uh, Magneto and, uh, Dr. Hatcher and then he mentions like and you know how I said it feels like autopilot when I'm working well that's how like killing was to this guy like it was just that easy that he was on autopilot and I was like man that's a great way to describe Magneto he's not that murderous though what 
Can you? What? He's not. Can you pull? He's like the most murderous. <laughs> he is not the most murderous. Can you? He's is this pretty murdery? That's not murderous. Yeah, that's now. But they're trying to act like he's Wolverine or something. He tried to drop missiles in his first appearance on like all the countries. All right, that was that's a different pretty Magneto. fucking murderous. Okay. It's the same guy. That was Zorn. <laughs> Fuck you. That was Zorn. <laughs> he is Zorn. Magneto is Zorn, and Zorn is Magneto. Just like Finkel is Einhorn. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, like he kills here and there, but he is not like some murderous dude who's just out and about killing. Until this series, he's obviously killed, but he's not been a big murder guy like Punisher or Wolverine. Well, nobody really fits on the level of Punisher. He he's been uh, a mass murder guy, like on the scale of like ironically genocide. (laughs) Well, no, like his power was so huge that like he was always attempting to kill so many. Like, uh, did you ever read Ultimatum in the Ultimate Universe? No. Okay. Well. Basically, it's all predicated on him finally being able to do the thing that his 616 version kept trying to do and the X-Men kept stopping him. Like, just this mass level, uh, like, killing event where he flooded all of New York and killed millions of people. Uh, In the Ultimate Universe, it was fucked up, though, because... He thought that uh, mutants were the next stage of evolution, and you find out that actually they're man-made in that universe, and so he was always yeah, wrong. Yeah, did not, did not like that. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't really explain apocalypse and shit like that. Still, they show you what the aftermath is if uh, Magneto ever actually got to succeed in one of his murderous rampages with his powers at full force. It just convenient i guess that in the primary universe he's never actually succeeded um and now he just happens to have most of his powers stripped away so it's a it seems a lot more murdery but it's because he's got to be like uh more conventional about it but that's a different type of murder anybody can press a a button there's also like a running thing in comics that when somebody like gets depowered that they that's when they kind of step up their murder game because they're like uh, <laughs> animal that's like backed in a corner. Yeah. Well, I think too when you're writing it, um, you kind of have to if you're trying to do that sort of thing, they have to be less powerful because like otherwise it's like oh he just walks into the room and all the bullets stop. He's basically Neo. Like it it doesn't matter what like sort of happens to him. If they're metal, he's stopping them. It's sort of like why it was always ridiculous that like Wolverine ever bothered to run at him. It's like, dude. He's he, not very smart. Yeah, well, yeah. It's also why it was always bullshit whenever he would inevitably stab him. How does that happen? If Magneto can feel the metal from like however far away and just decide to keep you at a distance, how do you stab him? It's so strange. But uh, anyway... So, Magneto, at this time, like, as S.H.I.E.L.D. is, uh, questioning the barista, uh, Magneto is held up in a motel, and there's this scene with, uh, this maid who shows up to clean the room, and he's like, nah, not yet, um, and then she goes away, and he sees her pull her phone out, and he 
calls to her to like distract her from the phone call she was making and then he gives her a tip and there's a lot of internal monologue of like he knows that she knows that he's using a fake name and isn't who he says he is but he doesn't think that she knows that he's Magneto and that maybe he's being too paranoid and thinking she's calling authorities when she could be calling anyone else so it do you see how much he tipped her with too to like shut her yeah up? it was like six bucks it <laughs> Yeah, it was like barely because yeah. they show a five and there's like two bills there yeah. and nobody gives you like a hundred and a five. <laughs> so it's at most it's like a 10 or 20. So she, he's like, here's 15 bucks. Don't call it the police on me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because he was like, hey, did you forget something? And she's like, oh, yes, I did forget. And then put her phone away like that was the bribe. I think Abraham Lincoln will make you forget about that phone call. <laughs> I feel like when it's that amount of money, you definitely call those, like, smackaroos. We <laughs> got you ten smackaroos. <laughs> Six whole smackaroos for you. <laughs> that just goes to show, like, how old he is, because it's like a grandpa who's like, oh, I got a big <laughs> present for you here, and then gives you a dollar. So, uh, while Magneto's doing this, you know, he uh, sort of flashes back to when he went into the coffee shop and sat in front of uh, Dr. Hatcher, and he when he talks to him... Dr. Hatcher's, like, confused about who he is, but then Magneto says, like, yeah, I mean, I know, like, it's inevitable for us to have met. I mean, you donated and funded all these different anti-mutant and mutant-killing organizations. And so the guy at first is like, oh, so you're from them. And he's like, oh, no, 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 quite the opposite. (laughs) I I kept thinking with that from uh, the line from Teen America, I think it is. He's like... I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, I don't like this uh, hairless Magneto over here. No? He looks like I a, the uh, hair, yeah. a guy I used to know who sold weed. <laughs> he looks like every guy that somebody knows that sells weed. <laughs> he looks too much like Xavier sometimes. Who also happened With those to eyebrows? Xavier? <laughs> no, 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 the guy who sold weed. Oh. I was oh. like, I don't want to hear that Xavier rap. No, <laughs> he seems like more of a Definitely rock and not. roll guy. Yeah, he'd be like the country dude trying to rap. <laughs> no, like on the cover of the second issue, he looks like Xavier. Here he doesn't because he's uh, gruff and, you know, like Xavier shaves the face. So. Mm. And Xavier dyes his eyebrows. You think so? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. He's like 78. There's no way he still has like brown eyebrows. I don't know. I'm uh Yeah, I, I guess I can see that. Like I'm 29 and I look like I have almost no eyebrows, to be honest. <laughs> the, the fucking camera. Do some Rogaine right there. <laughs> you just start filling in your eyebrows. Yeah, I got eyebrows. All right, I got enough for the both They're of us. Just like kind of like light. So anytime uh like like half the time when I get a picture taken or, like, in a video like this, I'm glancing, and it's like, oh, I got, like, no eyebrows over here. It would be sh- funny to see somebody go gray just in their eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so they look like they got alopecia? <laughs> yeah. Like, it looked like somebody just scared the color out of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyway, speaking of scaring colors out of their eyes. Uh... So Magneto kills that guy. <laughs> I don't guy. like this transition. <laughs> Mag- Magneto kills that guy so horribly, like we said. Why do all your segues sound racist? Uh, <laughs> did that sound racist? <laughs> yeah. 
I just mean because the barista's right there, and he's just like, oh my god, this is insane. Like, <laughs> So, apparently he can fly really fast. I didn't know that. Because he's, he's driving in a car, and he's saying it's slow. And he would fly, but the last time he flew, he was over 300 miles past his destination. Oh, that's weird. So, I'm like, this guy's flying at 70 miles an hour? I don't even remember that. But, uh, anyway, so, we also see that because Magneto says, like, he's not going to be in that motel long anyway, so it doesn't matter uh, if the um, the lady he just gave those six, uh, what did you say, macaroons, macaroons to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if she's, like, on to him or whatever because he's going to be gone soon. And you see that he's uh, he's located this guy named Colton Hendry who just killed uh, a young mutant girl who is like a reptile-ish mutation. And he goes to uh, where that guy is and like he sees that he had turned himself in and is like, this doesn't even matter. Like, you think that you can run to justice and get away with like doing something this fucked up. But I'm going to kill you anyway. Like, there's no escaping real justice. And... Why does the police station look like a bank? It does. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> like they, I th- it, like it's sort of uh, like. Do you ever see Gotham? Uh, it wasn't good. Seen but... the, the city, yes. The the show, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the GCPD is sort of like that. I think it's just a big police station. Yeah. It just looks like they're keeping him in a safety deposit box. Like they <laughs> just have a big like foyer area. But uh, anyway, he goes in there, and I like how they set it up where he's sort of pinpointing all these metal components. Like, he's sensing them as he's going in and, like, making a magnetic note that they're there. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, just immediately grabs them all and uses them to murder and maim all the police around them. Oh, he just maimed him, I think. I don't know. There's some really fucked up looking uh, panels where it's like, that guy might have died. It looks like it, but then in the next issue, they talk about what happened, and it's just a lot of injuries. <laughs> have you have you played the new Spider-Man game? Uh, the Miles? Yeah. No. Right at the beginning, there's like a, a giant, like... Uh, I don't know even how to explain the vehicle. It's got like two propeller blades on the top and it's flying through the air. It's carrying Rhino underneath it and it falls and like crashes into uh, the street, like the middle of a busy street. And then Rhino's container lands on a cop car and they're like, there's been an accident, zero casualties. And I'm like, bullshit. Right. (laughs) That that cop's definitely dead. At the very minimum, there's one dead cop. I mean, you would think... uh Looking at some of these panels with Magneto when he busts in, like, it's really dope how he forms the helmet around him with the debris and everything, and... Oh, I loved that. Like, but there's, like, a guy who's... The guy who ye- who's yelling, it's Magneto, looks like he just got impaled. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, there's another police officer who he strangles with his own... Like, with the, uh, the keys to the cell that, like... Oh, he totally could have just killed him. Like, sure, he also could have just knocked him out, but, like... Yeah, he went (laughs) (laughs) night-night. Yeah, like fucking Batman in uh, the Pete Holmes sketches. 
Where he like everybody knows when you choke somebody, they just pass out. <laughs> like when he throws the batarang at the guy's fucking face and kills him, and he's like, "Oh, look at him! He's all tuckered yeah. out." He's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but it was dope because he went through like everything he's been called to. I overfed like, these men. <laughs> like Eric, Max, Magnus, Magneto, terrorist, savior, yeah. hero, villain. I thought that was dope. Well, it was really cool. Uh, like because it's basically like. He's had all these identities, and they've all meant something different throughout his life. And it's just setting the tone, I feel, for this run, where it's just... And what I am now is just fucking rage. Like, he's basically John Wick. He's yeah. uh, Which is basically Colossus. the Punisher. And that Astonishing run, remember that? In the Astonishing? He told Ord. Yeah, he was like, no, I'm rage. Hmm. Because uh, Ord was experimenting on him, and he thought he was dead. And then when he finally broke out, he started whooping on Ord. Magneto. No, I'll have to go back and listen to that great episode of the X-Men where they yeah. go over Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. I might have read that one too many times. I I might have <laughs> to actually go back and listen to that because I don't recall it. Um, well, you can find it on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much anywhere podcasts are played. Alright, so anyway... Uh, Magneto gets to uh, Colton, who's in his cell, and Colton's freaking out. And he actually he wants Magneto to get away, but like because he doesn't want to hurt Magneto, and Magneto's like, "What are you even talking about?" And it turns out Colton's a fucking Omega Sentinel, and flips out at Magneto. No, he's similar to an Omega Sentinel. Yeah, but like they don't quite make that distinction in this book yet. Like he just sees him and is like, "Oh fuck, an Omega Sentinel." Um, it says the similarities are apparent. I just have because an Omega Sentinel is way harder to defeat than this dude. Technically, he just says he's turned into a murder machine. Sure, which makes he me think that that makes me think of like you put like a penny in his back and he starts killing people like those old micro machines. <laughs> With one penny, it's not going to last too long. You gotta like just fill that thing up. Yeah, you gotta it just run. You gotta you gotta penny. at least like fill it with six macaroons. <laughs> if you want some longevity out of that thing <laughs> about tree That's some serious cash <laughs> yeah he says uh the similarities to the omega sentinels is apparent but this is different oh, okay more rudimentary cobbled together okay. still effective though fair enough i was thinking that was in the next one because uh, he calls them like an uh incest baby basically <laughs> of omega sentinels but an Omega Sentinel is just the Sentinel technology merged with a human, and that's basically what he is. Um, but anyway, Magneto tears the dude apart, because of course he does. And the guy's, like, laying, dying, and he's, like, just apologizing and is, like, super sorry and that he never meant to kill the girl and that he just couldn't stop himself and, like, repeats that phrase. It was like he was on autopilot. And... That was pretty cool to me, is just, like, reusing that same theme from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. And, uh, like, Magneto, like, has a moment of, like, actual pity for this dude, because he's like, what the fuck happened to this guy that, like, like, he, like, he's as much a victim as the girl is, and he asks him where he, uh, came from, and he tells him it was, uh, Down Acres. Which we find out in the next issue Which, is a fucking tent city. Yeah. 
So city might be uh, well, bigging it up a little much. Sure. But, you know. Down Acres just sounds like they make ice cream there. I thought you were going to go it so like much worse than that. <laughs> God, no. I, I know what you're thinking <laughs> like now. A, no. Like a farm of people with Down syndrome? No, that's Down's a- Acres. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, throughout this issue, I liked when they were out, they kind of bigged up how scary Magneto was when they didn't draw his face in the helmet. You only see the helmet in black inside. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, and like sometimes they just show like, like very small amount of features and like white eyes. Well, I really like the cover though, where it's just the outline of the helmet and barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah, which speaking of barbed wire and cool kills, that's going to come back later. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, the next issue starts very similar. It's a survivor of that, uh, attack. Well, I guess they're all survivors, other than Colson. Um, <laughs> consider what you're Well, unless... <laughs> Maybe unless, I shouldn't yeah, have sound so bummed about that. it, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... See, he looks like Xavier on this cover. Look at that shiny head. He learned waxing from the best. <laughs> Crossed legs. Xavier doesn't cross his legs. He does. He's been playing it up, acting like he can't walk. <laughs> this is like heaving up a leg over the other. He's, he picks it up, yeah, and then <laughs> throws it over. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's a that's a hilarious Gene, idea, though. Cross him. my leg. <laughs> I love the idea, though, of him doing the basic instinct, but he's got to like pick his legs up <laughs> to like, move them over. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, underneath that blanket, there's nothing. There's no undies. Nothing. <laughs> Like, he's always done, like, uh, the Zoom meeting shit, like, his entire life. <laughs> Just in person. I mean, he technically does with his powers, is always having Zoom meetings. That's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> how the fuck did that happen, by the way? Like, we're on Zoom right now, but, like, how did Zoom, like, beat Skype? Like, like yeah. isn't this just basically what Skype already was? couple extra features uh from what i hear uh zoom is uh much easier to record with and it's easier to get like multiple people like the quality's higher i don't know this i don't higher quality? Use skype i just heard yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it had to do with workplaces like zoom just worked better for workplace scenarios and that's what it's used mm. for skype is like when you're video chatting your booty call I was just going to say, like, doing, like, web sex stuff. Yeah. yeah. Web sex. Now you sound like Magneto. <laughs> that's definitely what he calls it. How many smackers did you pay for that? <laughs> He's like, where do I insert the dollar bills into the computer? <laughs> uh, he does kill a lot of people just to get a flash drive later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just as, it's just as an OnlyFans account. <laughs> Not or, repaying for all those pictures? No, it's just <laughs> someone else's OnlyFans, and he, yeah, he just didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. I like, they're his nudes. Right there. <laughs> oh, That's why he it? wanted it so bad. <laughs> he was a victim of revenge porn. <laughs> wanted to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> all this is actually, like, basically it was the uh, plot for, uh, what was that movie, Sex Tape? With, uh... <sighs> With Jason Segal? Siegel. Siegel? Yeah, Jason Segal. Yeah, Jason Segal. And, Jason uh, Segal. What's your face from the mask? Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. She's still hot, right? I think. 
It's all right. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't yeah. that movie? But I guess that movie was a few years ago too. So who knows? So uh, anyway, <laughs> get on a Go less misogynist. Uh, anyway, uh, so Magneto goes to, uh, well, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, they, they're getting all these uh, testimonials basically from survivors now at the police station that uh, Magneto had just been to. So we're seeing that they're still a step behind him. And Magneto himself goes to Downacres and he uh, runs into this guy, Samuel, who kind of runs the place and like Samuel offers him some soup and he's basically just like I don't want your soup I I want information and he like grabs the dude and it's like where the fuck did uh you know the sentinels come from basically yeah also uh real quick he's uh when shields like checking out the police station there's like a bunch of dudes like taking pictures and they're like what are you guys, the press? Like, get the hell out of here. And they're like, no, we're big fans. And he's got a Magneto with his right shirt. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah there was a, another, when they were asked, talking to that girl, I liked her explanation. She said she lives in uh, Oklahoma and there's a lot of tornadoes. And she said that's what Magneto was like. And she was like, only if a tornado enjoyed what it was doing. Yeah, he just keeps nuts. on picking up and throwing cows. <laughs> 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 but it was really dope because then it cuts to like her like her vision of what had happened and it shows magneto but the whole background's red it's like he wanted us to know that magneto had come for us and it looks super menacing um and then they do talk about um there was a few serious injuries lots of bruises and scrapes and cuts so apparently he didn't kill any cops although it's like that wolverine thing he's just like stabbing everybody in the chest somehow six inches of claws somehow avoiding uh organs yeah they do that with cap in the movies all the time where he like throws somebody through like uh, co- a concrete barrier and they fall two stories and they're like I'm okay <laughs> or how like shield bashing heads or, or how he's yeah. like uh shooting a gun at people in uh the first avenger like he's clearly shooting yeah. people but like it's always he's shooting at the camera so you don't see what he's shooting so it's like heads. he could be shooting anything he could be shooting knees or feet or like missing entirely which is also kind of hilarious that like he goes in guns blazing and he's just actually a really bad shot. <laughs> That's why they don't show it. He's like a stormtrooper over there. Uh, I mean, he is fascist. <laughs> so he is like a stormtrooper. Uh, so anyway, Magneto's also, when he gets to the uh, tent community, he's seeing the people there and he's like, he has this juxtaposition of uh, there in his time in Warsaw uh, when he's looking into the faces and like seeing the desperation and all that uh, and there's a, a line I really like too where he's talking about like like the way they're looking at him he senses like a like a fear or anger he wonders is if it's because they recognize there's a predator now among them or if they're just bitter about one more mouth to feed because he does show up kind of looking homeless himself. It's that coat, man. It's that long coat. He's not even wearing a long coat. It's like hands in his pocket. He's uh, he's kind of dressed like a Winchester, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he looked way more stylish on the cover. So, uh, and it and the flashback to him in uh Warsaw, 
is him and two of his friends who had just smuggled some food for their families, and then uh, his like, friend, like he's with a guy named Levi and another guy named uh, it, it, Avner, and they're trying to escape, getting caught by uh, the SS guards, and as they're going through this hole in the wall, Avner happens to still be on the other side and gets caught by them, and it kind of cuts the flashback away. Uh, as he's talking to Samuel. And so he interrogates Samuel, realizing that, like, this is the guy who should know something about, like, how innocent people are getting caught up and being turned into Omega Sentinel-like things. And uh, it flashes back again to him in uh, Warsaw. And... Abner being questioned by the uh, the Nazis, and an, obviously a Nazi officer even more fucked up, because there always is one, like, shows up. And is like, hey man, so I'm going to give you an option. You can either tell us who the other person uh, that was with you is, or we kill you and your family right now. But if you tell us who is with you, we'll let you go, and we'll even let you take the food that you have to your family, and so he caves and he tells him uh, that it was like he was with a guy named Levi, and they were like, "All right, well, he sent uh, the the Nazi soldiers to go to uh, find Levi's family to kill them," and then as Avner turned around to pick up his food, he shoots Avner in the head, and you have uh, yeah execution style yeah real fucked up. And you have uh, Max on the other side of the wall, like, like he told Levi to run to warn his family. Uh, meanwhile, like he just experienced this happening, and like it just sort of fucked with him in his head. And Magneto's like reflecting back on it, and it's it's interesting that like this sort of thing happens in his past, and he's like, why the fuck did he give Levi's name? Like, why was? Because if he just said my name, it would have been me and my family that got killed just then. And it would have been Levi who would have been alive. But, like, you get the, uh, an understanding of yeah, the like way... how different it would have been. Because, like, Magneto wouldn't have been able to do anything that he did. Like, why was he the one that was spared? Well... Yeah, he's thinking it might be for a reason. Well, I think it's... It, it, he, he doesn't think it might have been. He knows it was for. Because Levi didn't have the power he had. So it's like you see right. the internal justifications of like it's not a matter of maybe I was meant for more, but clearly I was meant for more. Like there's way more ego. Well, there. we don't know. Levi could have been super powerful, but he died before his mutation kicked in. Or he was not a mutant at all. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't diss Levi. <laughs> no, Levi was a good dude, man. He could have at least opened up like a soup kitchen. Yeah. He's not even like the guy who made the jeans. Are you sure? Well, yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> he wrote down the schematics, all right? <laughs> For jeans. <laughs> Ten pages. Jeans. <laughs> jeans. 
But I got you know a Nazi's bad when he shows up and somebody else has to hold his umbrella for him. Oh yeah, when he's got <laughs> That's how you know he's bad. When, uh fuck who was that? Who was the That's was always it? that's always a sign of a psychopath because Kanye West had a guy that held umbrellas for him too. Yeah, well what, or not no, Kanye West, uh, Diddy, he Diddy. Diddy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to remember that guy's uh name. Like that's oh, his whole job. Weird. He probably got paid a lot of smackaroos just to hold that <laughs> umbrella. Probably. Probably seven of them. Jeez. Probably got tip fives all day. Fonsworth Bentley. <laughs> Fonsworth Bentley, yeah. That was a guy who held the umbrella for P. Diddy. You know he looked for a name like that, too? He's yeah. like, no, no, no. Your name's Carl? That's not gonna work. So, uh, You're Fonsworth. So anyway, Samuel uh, admits that, like, you know, there are some guys there at that camp who were offering work and so you know the people who were in that area willing to work he would recommend them and then realized that they were actually really fucked up and whatever there was going on was really shady and fucked up so he stopped doing that and they just started taking people instead because they stopped showing back up the people who they sent yeah they just never came back they just died on the job. That's what it was. Well, uh, maybe they afforded a house, moved in somewhere nice. Either way, like uh, you feel yeah. bad for Samuel because he's like clearly a guy who's trying to do good, but also he's a guy with no power at all. Like, and that becomes even right. more apparent in the next, in the beginning of the next issue. Um, but anyway, he tells Magneto where these guys are, and. It's great because as Magneto's internal monologue, which is some of the best comic writing ever, is his internal monologue in this run. Um, as he's having it, he's you see him just picking up uh, all these rusty nails, and then he takes them and then he goes to all these like soldiers uh, or security guards or whoever, and he just starts murdering them all with these rusty nails. And there's this really fucked up uh, incident where, like, there was a guy who gets, like, three nails stabbed into his hand. And when he goes to shoot Magneto, Magneto takes him, his hand, and makes him face palm his own face with the yeah. nails. And then shoves the nails <laughs> through his hand, through his head. I was like, oh, that's so fucking dark. And, uh, frankly, well, I, I that dude's dead. Like, that's, that's for sure. I'm usually not a huge, like, Colin Bunn fan, but you can tell he's like real into Magneto because he's oh, yeah. like killing this book. This is the book that he got put on and like, if anything, I wish that he would do less of it because they gave him the X-Men books and when he had X-Men, he made but them all he about Magneto. A... Yeah, the X-Men Blue, right? Wasn't that the one he uh, wrote? And Uncanny X-Men where yeah. Magneto was the leader. He wrote that too. Oh, okay. Like right after um the... Secret War yeah. stuff. He wrote that Venom crossover with uh, <laughs> with X Men, which is not very good. No, the one with the all new. He kills it with Magneto. Yeah. You know who the you know who the villains were in that? No, don't remember. The, the poisons. Oh, right. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when Jimmy turned into a poison. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's a there's a really messed up thing that happens where like he's got uh one guy left alive and he 
picks up a gun, you know, using his uh, powers, because that's how magnets work. Yeah, hands in the packets. Yeah. <laughs> the packets. <laughs> He's just, like, whistling. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the Harlem Globetrotters theme. Uh, so, anyway, he, he picks up the gun, and he does exactly what that Nazi officer did to his friend Avner, where he fills him with hope that he'll survive to get the information of, you know, where the facility is that's creating that, you know, these guys are sending off uh, these homeless people and creating these uh, fucked up versions of Omega Sentinels. And the guy tells him everything and then he kills the guy. And he basically his internal monologue the entire time is talking about how in times of... uh, of hardship, there are lessons there to be learned, and basically the lesson that he had learned is how to squeeze information out of somebody by giving them hope, and then killing them anyway. So real fucked up, yeah, it was, to be like, so this Nazi taught me something once, <laughs> and it turns out to work yeah, pretty well. I mean, well. obviously, <laughs> he's not a good guy, so that makes sense that he would use that. What? But yeah, the internal Magneto's monologue not a good guy. Says, but but I thought he yeah. doesn't he doesn't kill that much, you said. No, he there's a difference between how Magneto kills and how somebody else kills. He doesn't enjoy the killing like a carnage or something. Magneto kinda does. That was that one woman's whole point. He was that he was a tornado who <laughs> liked it. He was trying to he yeah, doesn't comparing, like he doesn't get off on it like Carnage does, but he's he's into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm comparing this series to everything in the past of Magneto that I've read. And like you said, he's too powerful. He's trying to destroy, like, everything. He's not trying to murder a person, you know, like, one by one. Which it kind of takes away the, the feeling of it. You don't have to look somebody in the eyes as you kill him when you're Magneto and you can just launch a whole missile. He's like, uh, Wolverine and butt stuff, you know? <laughs> like, he's not, Loves it. he's not looking for it, but, like, if someone shoved a finger up there, he's not saying no. <laughs> say he's not looking for it, but he tends to find it all the time. But this, this monologue is, uh, but bad times teach you lessons, and they eat you alive, just as hopelessness can crush your spirit and turn you into a monster. And then he shoots that dude. That was dope. Dude, all this is fucking dope. But yes, that was dope. So uh, the next issue, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s talking to Samuel, and it's really fucked up because they're like telling them that he was a fucking accomplice to Magneto, <laughs> murdering all those guys. And he's like, I gave I him soup. gave him soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even good soup. I, I, and he, I don't even think he took the soup. No. He offered him yeah. soup. He's like, I gave him soup, and he threw it and hurt my wrist. Like. <laughs> Which, like, dick move, man. Yeah. You're at, like, a homeless shelter. He waited like, for him to put the soup, soup in the bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was what was fucked up, too, is they're like, well, then... Because <laughs> he was like, Samuel tells the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, like, you gotta ask them. I don't know what he wanted. And they're like, really? Ask them? In the body bags? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you, are, you know why we can't ask them. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it, it got fucked up, though, when they were just basically like, so we're just gonna have to clear you guys all out of here. And he's like, oh, shit. But this is our home. Like, like that he's Everyone's being punished because he doesn't have more information for them about Magneto. So yeah, making S.H.I.E.L.D. look like a bunch of Nazis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Which a I Nazi... Think, 
will like come to lead them at some point. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think this is. Uh, well, no, this isn't yet. I was gonna say no. Maria Hill's gone now, but she's not gone yet. No, she's, she's still uh, there. Like a year after this, she's Maria Hill's yeah. trying. But it would make sense if this was Shield after Maria Hill was outed. Yeah. So uh, outed as what? Ousted. <laughs> oh, ousted. <laughs> it was like outed. Oh, they finally say she was a lesbian. Haircut. <laughs> yeah but she's into cyclops so yeah that could be saying one of two things yeah but you've seen cyclops suits seen those, those cheeks, cheeks. <laughs> those cheeks <laughs> <laughs> <Krakoa's> ass <laughs> yeah. alright so anyway uh, <laughs> uh, Mag- we do we gotta make that a shirt though yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Magneto makes it to uh, the facility that what, you know what's also great about this, too, is it's so generic. It's not like this is, in and of itself is some big organization. It's just like, oh, it's another one. It's another yeah. group of people killing mutants. It's another uh, facility making sentinel shit. It, it's just more and more and more of that. And like that it's so ingrained into the Marvel Universe that... Bun doesn't actually have to call them anything or like make a name for what the facility is. He just has to kind of allude to what it is. You know exactly what he's talking about because it's just the but fun. Didn't you say the purifiers? Later. Because they yeah, have yeah, the. Later. Yeah, later. Yeah, the purifiers are on uh, next issue. Yeah. Like these guys specifically aren't anybody. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when he right. kills. They're never going to be nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like when he kills Dr. Hatcher. Uh, Dr. Hatcher was just a, uh, a benefactor for all, like, all the groups that he could be. And then this guy was completely disconnected. Uh, uh, Colton Hendry, he just saw him in the news and was like, well, this guy clearly has to pay for killing a mutant girl. And then from there, he's just followed the breadcrumbs to this facility that's completely unnamed. Like, it's just its own thing. That's doing the same shit. You know, someone say Dr. Hatcher is a philanthropist. They would also be bigots, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Steve Rogers would say? This guy's, he's charitable. <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, Steve Rogers probably it's pronounced donates terrible. a lot. <laughs> Ter- he's terrible. <laughs> he's, he's terrible. <laughs> All right. But this, uh, the first, the monologue that comes... Um, this is what I'm talking about, because he says, once I would have ripped this structure from the Earth and cast it into space. Yeah. That's how Magneto kills people. Exactly, but he still kills people. throw your whole people. building into space. Yes, that's and so, so much everyone more fucked in there. Up. It is. <laughs> exactly. It's so much more fucked up. Well, no, it's less because you don't have to look into somebody's eyes while you're strangling them to death or something. Yeah, yeah so he doesn't have to carry the It takes eight guilt. seconds for them to freeze to death in space. <laughs> And yeah, like, but he doesn't have to think about explode. that. He didn't see it happen. He's just like, who knows? Maybe they live in a whole no- new life up there. Okay, so he's just like, I don't create tragedies. I create statistics. <laughs> Be- <laughs> yeah. No, because he's clearly a murderer. So high. But I feel like it's a different type of person to actually do it with your hands than even somebody who uses a gun or somebody who launches you into space. Right. I'm saying the end result, though, is still worse with what his powers... Oh, were definitely. versus right now. 
killing a lot more people with those powers. <laughs> exactly. Like, if he just threw this whole building up into space, like, what if this was, like, a secret facility, like, internally, like, there was a secret fucked up thing going on, but externally, like, it was just a business, and so half the people who went to work there thought they were just working a 9-to-5 and had no idea that they were part of some, like, mutant-hunting sentinel program, and he would just kill them all out of happenstance that they were there by throwing it into space. (laughs) Also, Magneto could just seal the doors and light it on fire if he wanted to. Like if he, he didn't, was a lunatic. He didn't have to go in there. Yeah, but they probably got fire extinguishers, so, you know, that's not, that's not sound. I understand why he went inside. For there to be a dope-ass book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, so Justin it, just wants him to throw it in space. That would have been dope. So, anyway, uh... Magneto, when he gets inside, he, I don't know, like, he feels up the fucking wall. <laughs> he Gave it a good so rub. So he gropes the building. And he, <laughs> Why do I feel like he's traveling through, because he's using his, like, powers to sense where to go in the uh, the air shafts. And the, I feel like the whole time he's going like, nee, 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 <laughs> he's doing like a weird like echolocation thing. Yeah, like he's making the noises. <laughs> Seeing him crawl through the vents was kind of weird, though. I don't know why, but I just don't want to see Magneto, Magneto crawl, crawl yeah, through vents. Fair. And he looks through the vents and he sees uh, the human people being uh, experimented on and turned into the omega-ish sentinels and i think that's when he says the uh that they're They're like danger boys (laughs) danger boys (laughs) yeah well he calls them the inbred cousins of the omega sentinels and that's great yeah danger boys (laughs) (laughs) so uh but he's also flashing back to genosha and like because he's talking about how fucked up the human races that they keep doing this to kill his people and that like the tenacity for this fucked up level of destruction is like it's just unmatched like it's always going to exist and like and he's just reminiscing on the one time where you know he thought he had built a sanctuary and removed mutants away from this tyranny and it didn't matter they just showed up there was a, a great quote too in it where he uh Oh, I think it's in the next uh, flashback of it, but basically says that, like, he had set all this up and then he just happened to blink and then bam. But also, I think that's, like, trying to make up for the fact that uh, What's-His-Face wasn't the best writer and that was just a really sloppy way to kill all the mutants. Yeah, whenever they go back to this point in time, it always sounds better than what really happened. Because it's like, why didn't Magneto just stop it? They literally give more pages. Yeah, they give more pages to the destruction of Genosha in this book than they did when it actually happened. Yeah, and honestly, if they had kept it the way it had happened, it would have been better. Uh, Just because, like, if Magneto actually died that way, because that was actually a really badass thing in the book, if I'm remembering it right, that he had taken all the screams of the mutants of Genosha and immortalized it in the magnetic waves as his, like, final act when he was 
supposedly being killed also, like, we'll always, like, we're gonna die now, but we'll always exist in, in memoriam in this way. That was actually really dope, except, for whatever reason, he, Morrison fucked it all up at the end. He just decided, psych, he was Zorn, and, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with him not being dead. But the him as Zorn thing was uh, not my. Well, cup no, of tea. because then it's like, well, then why didn't he do anything? Like, why didn't he? Because that's like. Because he blinked. <laughs> right, he blinked. That's. Bud explained it right now. He, he, <laughs> God, he, that was a long ass blink. He's like an old dude. He was like falling asleep while watching the show. He's like, no, I'm just blinking. That was that Tourette's blink where he's like, uh, uh, like it took fucking <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that, like. Third nut blink, you know? (laughs) (laughs) See, I thought it was like the the late at night, you're up too late, you blink, and it's like two hours later. (laughs) Or like when you're driving and uh, you're driving and you just space out and then you pass where you're supposed to turn, like for like ten minutes ago. (laughs) Secretly, Magneto just has narcolepsy this whole time, that's what the helmet's for. (laughs) <laughs> it's like Mr. Bean in the, in the uh, rat race. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway. I'm just picturing Magneto running through an airport now, going like, it's a race. <laughs> <laughs> so Magneto using his echolocation with the walls. <laughs> he finds that there's actually a fucking master mold in the building and is like, well, this all has to go now. Like, these fucking people are insane. And he, uh, he finds, um, a woman named, uh, Dr. Allen? Elaine? Karen. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wasn't looking at the screen, and, uh, the Zoom chat froze, and I just thought you could not remember her name, because you're like, he's looking for a woman named, and it just paused for, like... Like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, she, it actually is pretty sweet. Uh, the way he enters the room because she's telling these people who are basically being killed to ter- be turned into inbred uh, cousins of Danger um, Boys. Oh, yeah, Danger Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you it's the best way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she's talking to these Danger Boys, saying that their uh, sacrifice won't be in vain. <laughs> And Magneto just, like, walks into the room like, you're wrong. <laughs> wrong! Fake so news. Trump. <laughs> you're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> well. I see vanity all over the place. <laughs> basically. He tried to act cool, too, after hopping out of that vent. <laughs> he does hop out of the vent. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if, like, actually in that moment... He's trying to be so badass, but he, like, trips coming out of the vent. (laughs) 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 Because he's got this killer comeback line to her saying that, uh, they won't be in vain. And he's like, it's nothing but vanity. But, like, like, he just stumbles out. Yeah, yeah, vain. I'm gonna put these clips in your your veins. (laughs) Speaking of veins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, damn, that sounded so much cooler in my head. (laughs) <laughs> so she goes to run away the Omega Sentinel the Danger Boys <laughs> are like mutant identified 
Uh, and Magneto like makes a point to be like, they're not uh, fully battle ready, but neither am I. Kind of insinuating that it's more of a fair fight, but he kills them pretty quickly anyway. And it's really eerie because he just has their like heads and like necks floating behind him. Yeah, and these are covered in skin, so everybody yeah. knows these are still like <laughs> yeah. human heads that just, just with robot head. parts in them. Yeah, and I'm just also now imagining that he's just like floating them at her like spooky. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, she's trying to look cool. But yeah, he said that he's not as you know 100 percent combat ready either because he actually got hit by these three little sentinels when normally he would just yeah, destroy yeah. them. Also, these thing, these danger boys are just fucking Daleks. Yeah. Except well, instead no. of saying exterminate, they're just saying terminate. <laughs> like, look, they're going like terminate, terminate, terminate. Yes, they don't have well, one, as many syllables one said squark. at their disposal. Uh, but wouldn't they be more like uh, the Cybermen? Uh, I mean, like, design-wise, but speech-wise, they're acting like Daleks. Aren't the Daleks and the Cybermen basically the same thing anyway? You tell that to them. You tell that to the Daleks. <laughs> the Daleks are, are so vastly superior to the oh, Cybermen. Oh, yeah, they're fucking suction cup. <laughs> so vastly <laughs> superior. Anyway. Hey, they can fly. They can't go upstairs. They can fly upstairs. Break their jets and no, they can't. Yeah, you remove your legs and you can't. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Dr. Uh, Allen, or Elaine, I don't know, how do you pronounce <laughs> That's it? That's Mr. Allen. <laughs> I think it's Elaine. Okay. It was funny because like she Aileen. says, she's, or Magneto says, what's your name? And even here, like, when she's about to die, she's still, like, pompous. She's like, I'm Elizabeth Elaine. <coughs> Dr. Elaine. Yeah. I wish he would have, like, uh, pulled the Dwayne Johnson. He's like, what's your name? She goes to say it, and he's like, it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but he's basically like, you're going to help me destroy this place. And she's like, you can't make me do that. And he's like, oh, yes, I can. Remember when I was talking about things being in veins? Uh, yeah, this is the joke you made. Yeah, but at the appropriate yeah. time, this is crazy. You got a lot of iron in your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look at this plastic paperclip because it's a red paperclip. You know, yeah, it's but plastic. it's plastic kind of crap is coated. That? It's it's that. Yeah, I was just, yeah. Though, if you you can peel the plastic off those and there's still a metal paperclip under them. Yeah. Oh, look at you. And learn your paperclip engineer. science, bro. And. <laughs> So he just shoves it up her fucking arm. And uh, they're walking and like two more danger boys start to activate and she deactivates them because uh, you're so fucking proud of yourself, but it really does work. I know. It's it's just, I I hear somebody else saying it and it's just funny to me. (laughs) It's Jax and Johnny Cage coming up here. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Um... And it's so great because after she like uh, deactivates them to keep going uh, past them, rather than like uh, interact and fight Magneto, <clears throat> he's just gloating so hard to her about like how much of a bitch she is. Like it's so crazy how like 
uh, uncommitted to your ideas you are because just a little discomfort and you're willing to give up everything you believe in. Aren't you a bitch? Like, it's, it's basically, he's saying it much more eloquently, but it's basically what he's saying. And, uh... Yeah, he's like, use a hoe. <laughs> he's like, even I find it distasteful how quickly you rolled over. And, uh, you know, he's obviously talking about, like, how fucked up they are always making these machines of genocide. And she's like, hey, it's not about genocide, okay? We're just trying to make a safe haven for us regular humans so that you don't try to kill us with your weird muty powers and you're taking over the worlds and whatnot that you do. And it's like, what universe are you living in? Because there's, there's less than 110 yeah. of you guys. It's like when white people are like, hey man, what about us and the racism we face? Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a lot like that. And, you know, she says that they just want a safe haven and he uh, to, like, to segregate humanity from mutants. And he immediately thinks of Genosha and like, we had our own fucking island. How much more segregated were we supposed yeah. to be? They had like three islands. It. Well, that was dope because she says, uh, it shows Genosha while it shows her talking, like in the um, speech bubble, it says, we'll be protected because we'll be segregated. Yeah. And it shows the Sentinel destroying Genosha like they when they were segregated yeah. and thought to be protected. So he's basically thinking like, yeah, that's not going to work. Segregation doesn't protect you. Yeah. And she just keeps going on about how she won't do this or that. And, you know, he just moves that paperclip anyway. Uh, and she starts, uh, he, he, he just gets tired of her arguing back with uh, hypocritical logic and kills her and just hits a self-destruct button and the master mold just freaks out and blows up and the whole facility uh, just crumbles. And yeah, he he's, talks again about his powers, how like he would have just thrown it into space and you know, destroyed it all with a with a a thought, and now he had a, actually had to walk in and press a button. Tough times. Yeah, yeah all that work. <laughs> Dude's gonna be tuckered out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah the the three point five issue of this was just him taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't doing the point five issues or point one or whatever during this time period. They were too. doing them a lot at this time. They did the whole, because it was the Marvel now, and then like, no, we mean the Marvel yeah. now now. Yeah. They did that thing basically of like, that right now, or like, like, like right now now? Yeah. Not now, but right yeah. now. Yeah, there was also that weird thing where like, they, they started doing Secret Wars, and they did a tie-in book with Deadpool, but it was for the other Secret Wars. <laughs> <clears throat> so... That issue basically tied up that whole facility thing uh, and that group, and he moves on to the purifiers. Uh, because in the next issue, uh, that's sort of where it goes. Magneto um, is like walking in nature, looking even more like a Winchester now. Because he's sort <laughs> like, like he's it literally looks like he's hunting something a little bit. Except for the fact that he's not carrying any weapons. I know he is the weapon, but... Does that deer know <laughs> His that? His hands are the weapon. 
<laughs> he's he's, he's, he's keeping what you don't know. In his pocket. <laughs> what you don't know inside of his uh, his coat just littered with paper clips. <laughs> so he echolocates with a tree that secretly has gears inside of it because that's how like all trees, trees work. Yeah. Uh, and, and magnets. And it opens a door and it's secret lair because of course Magneto would have secret layers just around. He was a supervillain. Like, that's just like their thing. That's like step two in being a supervillain. Yeah. I also think his doorknob is a laser shooting him in the forehead. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I think it's yeah, just like a recognition thing, but yeah. I thought that, but there's like a spot on his forehead that, like a burn mark. Where the laser hit him. Yeah, that's weird. I guess so. I don't know. It's like for, if you, for you to get into your house, it has to kick you in the balls every day. Yeah, well, there's a, a bus with some mutants in it and some people up front who are really mad that they got to be driving with these mutants. And it turns out they're uh, purifiers and they're just uh, they're deceiving these mutants. They don't know that they're being taken to a place that's going to kill them. Uh, and then some barbed yeah, wire obviously, shows up. Yeah, obviously there's a lot of parallels in at least these four issues between Magneto's experiences in the Holocaust and what is currently happening to mutants. Yeah, uh, having them actually be shuttled in now uh, yeah. to be slaughtered and and there's a lot Using less the of them. of food and... Yeah. Which... I wonder how little mutants there actually are at this point. Oh, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I'm forgetting this is all after AVX and that technically there are more. There's just not a lot of them, but there are more because of... Uh, yeah, they're starting to right? pop up. Yeah, Because there was 180. So even with the lights and everything, I don't know, can't be too yeah. much. So uh, anyway, Magneto pops the tires of this bus with some barbed wire and then takes it and throws it through the guy driving the bus and rips him out of the bus and then rips out the other people and kill like the other two uh, purifiers and kills them. And the mutants in the bus are like, Holy shit. Is that Magneto? And then Magneto's kind of a dick to them where he's just like, if you aren't going to defend yourselves from these evil, vile people who are going to kill you get the fuck out of my face and it's like they're kids and also they didn't know that they were being taken by people who were going to kill them like it was really fucked up because Magneto even says later like he he acknowledges that they were kids and also that they were unwittingly being taken to their deaths so it's like yeah that was just mean dude it's just you know I mean yeah because they didn't know they were actually getting taken away or anything bad but that's definitely in line with how magneto acts yeah real uh bipolar there yeah well he i assume it's that. easier to scare them off than to actually tell them what was like he, he, i think also he doesn't want to sit down with a bunch of kids and explain to them how close they were to dying just like scare them and get them the hell out of there but he kind of does got a big though, problem with people not standing up he for themselves. says to them <clears throat> if you're not going to stand up for yourself, then get the hell out of my way. But what were they supposed to stand up to themselves for? I don't know, man. Maybe they charged them for the bus. I don't know. 
That's weird. Like, you guys paid overpriced tickets for this school bus. And you should have... To sit in the back of it. You should have... <laughs> the thing doesn't even have seatbelts. You should have demanded a discount. If you're not going to stand up for yourself financially, get out of here. I want none of that. <laughs> so, anyway, Magneto is just, like, tearing through these purifiers... He's seeing the corpses of mutants that the purifiers had uh, already taken and killed. And, you know, he says that, like, it's fucked up that all they're doing is they're uh, bringing mutants here, dissecting them, uh, cataloging their powers, and then just disposing of them. And he kills this one dude real fucked up because, I mean, obviously the purifiers are like, Saying he's a monster and that he's killing innocent people. And he's like, huh, I'm killing innocent people. Nuts. There are these kids that I just yelled at. You guys were being real dicks, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't even yell at them. Um, and there was this one purifier that was getting ready to shoot him. And for some reason, there's a giant, like, uh, windmill wheel, like, fan thing. And he just, like... And it, stupidly made out of metal and he just takes it and like uses it as a giant shuriken to just chop this dude's head off and uh yeah the yeah. uh the coolest kills at this part was like that and then uh he like turns a guy's gun on him and makes him like uh shoot himself too and uh there's a guy with the helmet on that he crushes his head in well he spun his head around oh no you're right he uh just yeah, he crushes it. A, his helmet in but yeah, because he told him, like, you know, like, how stupid are you guys to be wearing metal? Yeah. Like, you'd think... Like, I basically haunt your dreams, yeah. and you you come in metal. So, uh, he, at one point, takes a flash drive from their computer, uh, and then he makes his way back to his uh, lair, and puts the flash drive <laughs> into his computer, and you see that he, what he's doing is uploading a bunch of names... And he's created yeah. basically a memorial of all these mutants who have been killed by these people. And is using it as fuel for his rage. It's just like, and this is what's keeping me going. This is why I'm never going to stop. Because these names yeah. exist and dozens more keep getting added. It reminds me a lot. all those nudes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. That's just his list of OnlyFans. But uh, <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot, though, of... Um, in Death of the Inhumans, when uh, Black Bolt's writing down the name of all the Inhumans that died and uses that as a weapon, just like screaming all their names. Yeah, that was a much more powerful version, literally. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's literally killing people, uh, saying those out loud, but uh, yeah. I like uh, a couple of these names here. I mean, we got a Goo 3, but two of them were, what's it called? Generation X, Everett Thomas, was Sink. And you got Angelo Espinosa, who was skin. I wonder if those are kind of awkward else, now, though. considering they're all alive on Krakoa. Yeah, I, Sink is back, but I haven't seen skin yet. I think I saw skin. Which, like, I mean, I guess randomly. his powers are <laughs> redundant. You guys see skin are you d on the OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just Mr. Fantastic, but not as great, so... 
So he's like that dude from the Great Lakes Avengers? But he's like even worse than Mr. Fantastic. He doesn't stretch as far, and he can't retract to a normal size. He's like a lumbering, lanky, weird dude whose skin is like slightly stretchier. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Sounds like It's terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't go that far that he sucks and it's terrible? No, he added a, a like dynamic to the team. Like not everybody has to be the best power wise, you know. They add something to the yeah, team. Yeah. Uh his rebounds were like amazing, I'm sure. <laughs> they actually were. He played some basketball. <laughs> I, I bet they always do shirts for his skins. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's the name of the episode. We found it. Took us all episode long, but we got the name. (laughs) I do wonder who these other names are. Like, if they're just names or if some of them are actual people. Or, like, just staffers. A lot of times that's what they do is they just take people they work with and they just insert them in there. Or unless they're, like, racist and then they take stuff. Uh, <laughs> and put it in. I know you're talking about X Men yeah, Gold. Where the guy yeah. like just writes Jew on the jewelry store. Like he, he he put that part in the panel. Yeah, that guy was pretty fucked up. Yeah, and that he was uh putting in the references X-Men to anti-Semitic uh texts from I think the Quran. In there. Yeah, he done good. In the last few years, has had a huge issue with artists who are like fucked up people. Because uh, the dude who, I think he's currently drawing Wolverine, uh, it, it might have been another guy, but I know that that dude did something, but he, um, he, he was saying, like, victims of abuse should just, like, learn how to fight, so that way oh, you can yeah. just kick their ass. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, if you about. are a victim of abuse, you probably should learn how to fight to be less abused, but, like, it's not your fault for not knowing how to fight. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he was like... It's not like you should learn... You shouldn't have to learn how to fight. Yeah. And it's also like such a simplistic way of viewing it. Like, oh, just learn how to fight. And then you'll kick everybody's ass. And then you'll be fine. Yeah, but that's like that punch a Nazi mentality of like... Like they're not going to punch you back? Like you're you're just going to be super strong now and be able to beat up everybody? Because, I don't know. You're morally right? It's victim blaming. If you're going to say something, like, why put the blame on them? Like, yeah. they have to atone for this. They have to figure like it out. We, You're the one getting abused. You should figure I it out. I feel like we're, like, we're making a very uh, serious turn here in the subject matter of the episode. And we just covered Yeah, let's uh, get back to killing murder. people. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah. One thing's for sure, Magneto <laughs> does not victim blame. Oh, yes, he does. He did with the kids. No. He just, he with just did with the kids. He was like, how dare no, you? No, see, that's different. He didn't, he didn't blame them for getting caught. He just said, "If you already know what's up now. You see me killing these guys. If you don't want in on this, leave. Oh, you're <laughs> supposed to join murder? in and help him murder Yeah, throw people? five on it or get out. <laughs> hey, hey, or leave. <laughs> or leave. <laughs> Uh, so we have social media. <laughs> we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can go like those. 
Follow, uh, subscribe to the podcast. That way you download it as the episodes come out. Uh, and if and we always <laughs> we always post when episodes are coming out on our social media, so follow those so you uh, see when the episodes are coming out. And uh, if you want to support us, you can go to our Tee Public page and uh, buy our merch. And uh, you should buy our merch over other people's because I hear their shirts itch more and ours feel great. Yeah, they don't fit right. And you may think they come from the same place, and that is true, Mm -mm. but, you know, there's It's just what we heard. It's what we heard. (laughs) No, there's come from I did a survey. Yeah. And what I, really I surveyed was that our <laughs> they feel better because at least like sure they're all coming from sweatshops, but our the, where ours come from they got the no. nimblest fingers. Ours come from grandmas who love making shirts. Yeah, we have a sweatshop of grandmas. <laughs> it's like uh, well, the it's like that old sweatshop in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Because they don't want to be paid because they love their work so much. <laughs> Every shirt is made with love. Exactly. And has a note that says help. In <laughs> the collar. So the link to our T Public and our, our social media is in the description. And uh, that's for today.